What up, everyone? Welcome again to another episode from my mom's garage. As always, this is your host, Tony, with my boy, Nikki. What's up, people? Saludo. What's up, people? What's up, people? <laughs> What's up, people? I'm getting sassy. Getting sassy with it? Yeah, pretty much. Is it, is it because 4th of July just turned? Just came up through? Nah. You're recovering from it? Nah. Nah? I, did, I didn't pop anything. No fireworks or nothing. Nothing? Nah, I walked away when they started doing it. I don't know why. I just In my head, I'm like... I've gotten to a point where certain things where it's just like I already saw it in my head, so I'm like, eh. What's the most all right to what's the most patriotic movie or Independence Day movie you could think of that is not Independence Day or Independence Day Resurgence? Okay, wait. See, but that's a little confusing. So basically how many movies are based on the fourth of July? I don't think there isn't any just No, no, there I mean there literally I think there is a movie There's called. I think there's movies that are based around the time frame of 4th of July, but I don't think there's a movie just literally like Independence Day. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. Even Independence Day, I mean, it was Independence <laughs> Day. It was based on alien attacks stuff like that, but it wasn't necessarily like... 4th of July? I mean, I don't know. Like, they just, they, they celebrated, yeah, they said they celebrated the, the attack was on 4th of July. But, um, no, I'm saying like... Uh, so what's the most patriotic movie you would want to, you would watch on... I mean, if I was gonna go patriotic, and yeah. like if I needed to watch a patriotic movie, hold on, there's a there's a movie with Tom Cruise, I believe it was Tom Cruise, where uh, it literally, I I swear, I think it was called the Fourth of July. Um, let me see, uh, two seconds. Let's go. Let's. And see. yes, it is born on the Fourth of July. <laughs> oh my God! Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. You want to go? You want to go patriotic? There you go. Born on the fourth of July. That's literally the name of the movie. So that's funny. There you go. That answers your question. Is it a zombie movie? What? No. It know. literally is about a soldier and all that stuff. It's born on the fourth of July. It's it's a war movie. It's a war movie. Yeah. So that's something like so. I mean, the thing is, is that what did you, you watch? Did you watch anything on the fourth of July? Like there's really. seasons that are, like depending on the season, like if it's like Christmas season or Thanksgiving season, and there's certain movies I have to watch. Yeah, but that's like Halloween or I guess Christmas, whatever. Like mine's like Love Actually during the during the Christmas time. Gets creepy as to get older. Dutch though. Dutch is like Thanksgiving. Dutch, you watch Dutch? Pat, uh, I know which movie Dutch is. You yeah. watch Dutch? I watch it once in a while. I I honestly, I, even people that grew up watching that, I feel like don't remember that movie. <laughs> like you have to remi- you have to watch it again just to remind them like what. Because now I feel like um, the main actor, I forget his name, but I feel like now he's only going to be associated with uh, Modern Family versus, you and know, the children. Yeah, or Dutch, <laughs> or Dutch. <laughs> um, man, that's an old one. But what, what do you mean? Well, you watch Dutch for what? Because it's set during the Thanksgiving break. It's set Thanksgiving? Yeah. I never paid attention. I thought it was Christmas. If you would have asked me, I thought I would have said it Christmas. I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, because it's, it's, I usually try to watch it every year, but I never make it around. Uh-huh. But from my from my understanding, I think it's around the Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's during the Thanksgiving break. So he's going to his mom's house in Chicago for Thanksgiving. It's so funny because, like, you know, if I associate movies with uh, holidays, usually I don't associate too many with Thanksgiving. But every time I think about it, it's always about family trauma where everybody a drama where everybody's about to like argue with each other over dinner. <laughs> and it like I feel like that I just oh, that's all I picture. Like a movie where there's there's a lot to do with cooking and traditions with cooking and people that don't get along that end up either making up or breaking up during that specific holiday. Like 
you know, during some kind of meal. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, Christmas and Halloween are my movie, like, are my holidays for movies. Okay. I think so. I would love to find one for Easter, though. One for Easter? Wow, that will be a random one. Or Flag Day. Right? Is there any Killer Bunny movies? Like I, I just <laughs> Killer Bunny. Mo- yeah, there is a couple of Killer Bunny. I'm just saying, like you know, there's so many Killer Santa, like Santa Claus movies or Killer Christmas movies. I just wonder if there's a Killer like movie with Easter where, like, somehow they associate all of that eggs and the big giant bunny goes around killing people. I don't know. I just feel like that has to have been a thing. They, there's even one like that for Thanksgiving. There's Bunny, uh, Bunny Man, Bunny Mad Vengeance. Oh, there's there's Beaster Day. Beaster Day. Yes, there's a, it's it's like a beast, but for Easter, Beaster Day. Beaster Day. Look at that! Now you have an Easter Day movie. That that just sounds wrong on so many levels. Oh, it does. <laughs> it does. So, um, but okay. So you asked me the patriotic Fourth of July question. The question I asked for you is, what's the most patriotic movie that you would watch? Like Patriot Games. Harrison Ford. Uh, Is it because it has Patriot in the <laughs> yeah, title? That's the thing I can think of. That's it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm real simple with that. Dear Lord. <laughs> uh, oh my, all right. So, Go ahead. Because this is my topic that I wanted to ask you, and I had to think about it. Talk to me. Um, so, Zombie Apocalypse, right? Because I was, I was, think I was watching that this is like the last season of The Walking Dead and everything else. Who would be in your group? So, it's you and, and your, in your group of five. So, it's... Six of you, including you, who would be in your group? And you could pick, you would have to pick five, four realistic people and one fictional. Who would they be? <laughs> five people you said in my group? Yeah, you have five people in your group. Five not counting myself? Not counting yourself. Four of them have to be real people, mm-hmm. and one of them ha- could be fictional. At least to have fun with that. Okay. Um,. I mean, the thing is, I wouldn't necessarily, I can't think of specific people, but I would think of, um, like, like job titles, like career, like, you know, people that have specific professions. Okay. I don't know, like an engineer, doctor. No, but people like, you could be like, people you know, or at least realistic people. It could be somebody famous or somebody. Oh, you you want this to be fun? I'm sorry. I'm like thinking. You're, of, you're taking it too serious. I do. You ask me a question, I answer it like honestly. I don't know, like based on the people I know, I I I don't know. I really just don't think anybody I know really would survive. Damn, thank you. Hey man, being honest, we're all a little you know soft there. I don't know. This it like. The kind of people that think would survive something like that are people that do not hesitate to do what needs to get done in those situations. And I feel like, in part, a lot of us would hesitate, even myself. Like, you don't know until you're in that situation. Yeah. So, like, I mean, it's logical. I would like to pick something, like, more specifically career. I just can't think of people. Jeez. No, I'm being, I, I'm blank. You ask me that question, I'm just blank. Like, because, I don't know. That's, you know what it is? You ask me a question, I probably have thought, thousands of hours on and i still don't come up with answers <laughs> so in my head i'm like literally just trying to think of answers i'm like because it's easy to say you know people you know but i like it probably wouldn't be people i picked either way <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i can't i'm blanking i'm sorry i'm just like trying to think of something fun i'm still just you're just killing it right now pretty much yes you are all yeah. right so mines will be uh, so yeah yeah 
Fuck Nick. Yeah, thank you. Yes. So this is gonna be the fuck Nick series today. Hey, all day. All day. I'll take it. So <laughs> I have so even though I know it's I'm gonna have my wife and my daughter, because I can't go without them because then me just killing them off already it'll be would your daughter count as one though yeah i would count her as one even though she's being carried but there's there's four people Mm -hmm. then my other the other person would be uh bear giles who's that the 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 knife guy no not the knife guy the man versus the versus the wild he's a survivalist what's his last name Giles, G Y L L S. Doesn't he? Doesn't he have like a knife brand on him? Does he? I don't even know. Okay. I think I've seen a few episodes, but he's a survivalist. I'm like, that's okay. the first person I would go to to part so somebody to survive. Um, then uh, that's three, right? So the fourth person, I would I would need somebody athletic or somebody like very. You want your goon? Yeah, I want my goon. It would be, ooh, I need somebody, it would have to be like a UFC fighter. I think it would have to be like a UFC fighter. Like who? Francis Ungano. Okay. Why? He's, he's like, he's, I think he's heavyweight champion right now. And he's brolic, athletic. He could just, just give him a sword heel strike every zombie down. <laughs> and then my fictional character I'm I'm debating between two, but I really know who I'm gonna lean on. Mm. So I'm, I'll I'll say my 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 honorable mention would have been D- Dwight Schrute. See, but that's not because of zombie. That's just because you like the character. No, no, but he is a survivalist <laughs> and he hunts, and he's he's more of the wilderness type. Oh gosh! But if if anything, mm. it would be Senku from Doctor Stone the anime. Why? Um, because he is a scientist that could pretty much create anything you need. With bare materials, like to create glass, he'll he'll he he'll formulate all like the ashes to creating fire to burning it to the whole process of what you need. Like, and if you ever see the show, he creates a two way radio by building because they, they get uh, they turn into stone, and I think they're in stone for like two thousand years or twenty thousand years. I remember it's been a while since I've seen the show, but the. They go to where it's very um, primordial. So and there's no electronics. So he's building everything from scratch. Like, I need to build this to build this to build a funnel to build a, a wind stream. Mm-hmm. And like that, I have my, not only my survivalist, but my scientist. And he's also knows how, how to do medicine. So he could create penicillin and anything he does. <laughs> so that would be my squad. Okay. Okay. And they'll be called Off in the Woods. I'm sorry. <laughs> this squad has, you need a team name. You really don't, but continue. <laughs> no, that's a team name. Man, this is, like, this is zombie <laughs> apocalypse. Who is going to be saying the name of your crew? Like <laughs> I am. Okay. Yes. <laughs> See, the thing is, I don't. Like, I wouldn't even think about. I mean, not that I wouldn't think about the survivors. I just wouldn't know who they are. Like, um, as far as like stuff like that, like people that would live in the woods. But I would definitely think you would need an engineer. You need somebody who's going to build something. Like, the guy, if you want to pick a, a, a fake brother, the guy from Saw. No. Senku's better. Okay. Yes. I'm just saying, but think about somebody's going to build. A torture me- chamber for the zombies to walk into? Not even torture, but, like, mechanical things that would just basically kill off zombies on his own. Senku. Trust, <laughs> trust me. 100% he would. Okay. So, Tony's surviving the zombie apocalypse. I am. It's, I am it's my wife, my daughter. 
uh, Bear Giles, Francis Ngannou, and Senku. <laughs> That's the squad right there. Like I said, you're surviving on your own. Like, uh, because <laughs> I would not be ready at all. <laughs> all right, all right. So all let's right. get into some topics. Let's get let's, let's from. What do you got today? So Paramount's doing huge things that are coming up that they're working on projects. Okay. Um, two of them is well, one of them I'll, I'll talk real quickly about was Frasier. So they're rebooting Frasier. Why? That's my question. That was when why. If you're gonna reboot a show from that era, give me wings. I don't know. Frasier just didn't seem that like I wasn't even interested as, like when I was a kid for that show. Like I love. I mean, the funny thing is, is that Frasier is part of a uh, world that has three three shows associated with it. You know that, right? Yeah. Cheers, Frasier, Wings. Yes. They're all in the same universe, right? Yes. I would have rather seen Wings. Wings. Yeah, I agree. And the thing is, if you're gonna bring a more successful show, Cheers is more successful than either one of those two shows. Yeah, so the so apparently they might be bringing it back with the original cast or with Frasier. They, they don't know if they're gonna bring David Hyde Pierce back, mm. which was like the younger brother. So yeah, but they were like, I mean, at this point they're. They're, they're older, yeah. yeah. They're not older. They're up there. They're yeah, or they're up there. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Mickey. Oh God. All right. So Frasier. Frasier. I feel like the people that are gonna be watching it are not gonna know what it is. But continue. Yeah. So I don't know how they're gonna update it to to appeal to. About a psychologist. Yeah. Yeah, younger audience. Maybe as a podcast. Yes. Possibly that 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 might work. Uh, another one is uh, Criminal Minds. They're rebooting it again, and apparently they they're bringing back the original cast. There are a few that they're in question that not might return. Yeah, I can see that show, but the thing is, those shows are like they're they literally are just like anthology. Like you literally can replace the entire cast. You can yeah. Like there's not a there's not a concise story. There's just or one you focus on one person. You're focused on cases. Yeah. Yeah. So. That that could be it. Well, t- well. Side note is uh, they have this great show on Paramount Plus called Players. Okay, what is so, it about? It's a mockumentary. Mockumentary. Yes. Okay. And it revolves around esports. Okay. So it they're taking the perspective of how they did the Last Dance on, on Netflix with Michael Michael Jordan. Yeah. So they took that idea of like the it was. An all-time great that's retiring, almost to the end of retiring, or they're, they're at the end, the last grasp or the last dance. Yeah, and they bring a newcomer to 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 liven up the group. Yeah, and it's the same concept. So they do like they have a uh, they have a guy named Cheese, and it's just funny as fuck because I'm like I'm looking at it because it's entertaining because we're all in esports, but they make it so dramatic. Like they try to do like behind the scene cuts. They're like, like, please tell me it's like uh, the guys taking some kind of like, like, like you see the older players struggling with like hand issues. Like, yeah, like yeah, one like that has couple. He's tunnel. in therapy and he's like, he's like, you see him stretch it out or like put in ice yeah. or like you see him take some kind of drugs. <laughs> Just yeah. like something like that would be funny. He's like, he's twenty nine. He's like, he's towards the end of his career. Oh dear lord. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. It's funny, but you have to. It's only I think it's about eight episodes in. But all right, back back into the show. Back into yeah, the show. yeah. So what's the third show? The third show, and this one's an interesting one. Okay. And it's based off a board game, 
and it's a role-playing board game called Alice is Missing. And Alice is Missing. Alice is Missing. So Alice is Missing is a board game that revolves primarily through text message. This is a board game? That this is a board game. But each card is a text message? No. What? So the concept of the game is that um, you have one. There's not a real, there's a game master, but there's one person that pretty much uh, sets up the game and kind of like instructs it while it goes on. But it's it's self-explaining. Okay. So you you're you have a group of friends and everybody takes a role. And in that role, there's a girl named Alice. And mm-hmm. there's like several Alice's in the packet and you pick one and they tell her her age, a full description of her. And you get a character and that character tells you your relationship to the person. Um, when was the last time you saw her and uh, another a reasoning between your relationship with them. And then you create, create a group chat like the person in instructing the game or starting off the game was I think his name is Chester or something. So he starts the game like, hey, guys, um, I just got back from Chicago and my dad is worried because he's trying to get in contact with Alice or somebody else. Has anybody seen her? So throughout the whole game, you have 90 minutes to solve who, where, why Alice is missing, what happened to Alice. But during the whole time, you're sending text message either one-on-one or to the group involving your instructions of what you have to do. But you're, you have to be that person that you're playing. So you have to improvise. And, and and they'll tell you like a mood card or why you're thinking like this. So you have to do kind of response mm-hmm. to what your character is feeling at that moment to the group, but in your own words, being creative with it. So I'm guessing it's not going to be like game ish. It's going to be like the actual story, the, the text messaging and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like it's going gonna, it's gonna to go do, down the road of uh, 13 Reasons. Or what is it? Pretty Little Liars. Pretty Little Liars. Something along the, along those lines. Yeah. But it's gonna revolve. I think it's gonna be a lot of uh, who done it more like text message and anything like modern times like tweets. You know what? I'm. What's gonna be interesting? Just not to cut you off, but I was just thinking about it. So because like right, that's a digital kind of aspect to a to a board game, which board games are usually traditional, like you know, literally cardboard. Yeah. Um. So that's a like obviously like um digital aspect to it. So imagine uh, when you start getting smarter AIs, right? Like, you know, so basically, it, it, like, smarter smarter little systems you can create, you know, it, part of the board game. Yeah. And then basically creating a game master for the game. So, like, you playing, but the, there's a game master that's, the, like, a computer based on what you're doing or, or basically keeps the story going so that, that way the story is always different for, for each game. That's yeah, that would be crazy responsive. Yeah, that, that, like, yeah, that would require a lot of. I mean, I mean intuitive uh, decision making. That's what I'm saying. Right? I mean, obviously, there's like a set. Like it's almost like one playing one of those games, like uh, Till Dawn or one of those games. Yeah, but you create it in something small and compact that just like almost like a little speaker, like for or, or an Angels. app. You could do it through an app. Oh, you know, what I'm saying like something like a speaker, it's just something where it's or like uh almost like an Alexa where it's based. It's a Wi-Fi thing that's based on uh, um, a server. Yeah. So, you know, it's functioning differently to everybody else. But if you're on the Wi-Fi, it literally connects to his home server, which will give it its processing power. It just responds here. Okay, I guess you're saying. Yeah. So it doesn't, in itself, it doesn't have to be a powerful computer. It just has to be a conduit for it. Yes. All right, cool. I'm ready. I'm ready for that. 
It's, it's coming, especially it's, board games. I yeah. feel like it's going to come. Something that's going to happen where you're just going to start. Because I know we, we're, we're we're playing to get into um, that game, um, which I've never played and I've always wanted to. Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. But how long before somebody can program a a digital uh, Dungeon Master? Not long, but it's just... The creativity part? The not Yeah, the creativity of being able to... Because you could say, like, oh, if, if you select A or B and kind of narrate. Right now, like, I feel like it'll narrate the way you want it to. Yeah. Like, oh, it's situational decisioning. So it has to be either you're going to go down the woods or you're not. But somebody will be like, oh, I want to do something else, like a third option, and maybe we won't be able to compute it to, to, to alter it. Mm-hmm. So it's something, like, very you have to be on fucking top of it to understand how to predict or how to react to what the players are doing mm-hmm. and still try to c- come back around to what your original idea was for the for the for the whole story i get it i mean I'm, i guess i'm since i'm learning so right now i'm just i just think of what the basis of what i know about that game so yes. it would just be interesting when i get when you get to play so i can see more details about it yeah no of course all right so, what's up so what last week mm-hmm. uh Last episode that we talked, I think we talked about the comic book I read was no two two episodes ago. Okay, we talked about the comic book I read, Eight Billion Genies. Yes, I remember that one. And it came out in May, mm-hmm. and Amazon just picked up the rights to it, like movie rights. Movie, and they're gonna do a TV spinoff off of it. Oh, because they're not doing a movie; they're doing they're not doing a movie. They're gonna kick off with the movie, and then from there, they're planning to do a series from that to to fall off of that. A world follow. full of. You know what's funny is like because I and I and I love that idea. I'm just I I gotta see how they're gonna bring. It, I mean, it's an interesting idea. I just want to see how they execute it. Because okay, so um, I've always had this suspect. Do you remember the show Misfits? Yes. Okay, so the British I, show, huh? The British? Yes. Yes. I love. Did you watch all of it? I didn't get to finish it, but I remember it. Okay, somewhat. So I've always had this idea or theory because the way that their powers are, are like accumulated like the way everybody's powers are is random or it seems random yeah but i feel like it's a wish almost like a wish because i think it's what you most desire at the moment of the thunderstorm mm-hmm. if you remember the show that's what happened the thunderstorm happened and all of a sudden all these people just got powers but all their powers are very bizarre but the thing is i started thinking about it it was a weird or very obscure wish or just a desire at that moment that gave you your ability. So there was one girl who, if she touched you, you just want her, right? That was yeah. her thing. Like you just, she just had, they had to have you. So this is a girl who liked to be desired, right? And there was another one who he made a mistake years ago and he's always regretted it. So his ability is time travel. Uh-huh. So that's what I'm saying. So like, I feel like that is a somewhat thing of what, that that could be like where it's can, can you imagine like it would be a billion like everybody asked that question you get asked what do you wish for what about if you just don't have that question like what about if something happens where somebody just grants everybody's wish at once and they didn't even know they're wishing so you literally just whatever whatever desire you have in that moment is exactly what you get for your wish okay that would suck you'd be like damn i wish for like a, hap- a cheeseburger and like well, it, it does it in abundance. It does it in abundance. So, like, if you're hungry, you're like, man, I, you know, I want to eat or whatever. So, basically, somehow, you're able to conjure up food whenever you want. 
Yeah. Or somebody who's like, man, I'm so tired of being broke. All of a sudden has either a million dollars or knows everything they need to know about how to make money. Yeah. You know, based on how their desire, you know, manifests. Yes. But basically all your general desires at that moment manifest into some kind of wish, wish or ability. Yeah. No, no, I get you. But yeah, and I think we discussed that a little bit. Last Didn't, okay. Okay. Yeah, so, we, we but they're going to, we're going to actually get to see what this looks like. Yeah. We're going to see what it's going to look like as a movie and then as a, as a TV series where they're planning. Do you on. think they're going to. They're going to be true to the comic, or is it just going to be their own interpretation of Here's that same thing. idea? It's, it's only one episode, one issue that came out so far. Uh, maybe two, two, Damn. two, two issues. So it's they're literally just going to come up with their own thing. They're literally going to come up with. They're going to take the concept, the idea of the first. I think the first issue. Because the thing is, this is going to be an eight part series, so there's only eight eight comics that's coming out for this series. Do you think what they bought the rights to was almost like Walking Dead, where there was like. Um, they're de- they're working with the writer, yeah. So that the TV show, or whatever, kind of follows or literally like what kind of emulates what the comic books are going to be like. Yeah, so I plan- they're planning to have the creators uh, of the bo- of the of the comic book be executive producers. Okay. Of the show or of the movie of the whatever whatever universe they're trying to build, <laughs> which I like that idea because they could branch out to different stuff. And because how they did with The Walking Dead when they came out with the show, now they had a far beyond, a beyond world, and then Fear of the Walking Dead. So they're going to branch out to all those things. Well, like they were supposed to do with Heroes, which is because every season was going to be a different group of people all over the world that had all had abilities. Yeah. So it could be, you know, different groups of people and like different areas where the wishes, all the wishes happen and see what happened with them. Yeah. But the thing with that is that. In the in the comic book, people were fucking wishing bizarre shit like, oh, like I want to be superhero. I want to see aliens. So a lot of the things has to be kind of like whatever they do in the movie has to reference a little bit into the trickle down to the shows mm-hmm. while they're expanding it. So at least it feels cohesive with so, the whole thing. Yeah, based on what based on the whole idea, it looks like what happens is we're going to get the origin of the whole thing in the movie. Yeah. And then just kind of like little uh, stories, like maybe every couple of seasons or something like that for the show. Yep. So I'm down for it. That's another kind of like thing to get into. Well, yes. maybe we're in the season of the genie. <laughs> Dude, one of the, one of my favorite horror movies. It was kind of cheesy, but one of my favorite horror movies was uh, Wishmaster. How oh, was it? I liked it. It was different. It was weird. I mean, it wasn't the best, but I did like the concept of it, where it's like all this guy ever does is. He gives exactly what you want. He makes you, you know, say that you want something. And then he does, his whole thing is to twist what you want into something just horrifying. Yeah. I love that. That was a cool idea. So next topic. And yes. this is one that we, we would go back and forth on off, off podcast. Yes. And I wanted to let you know. Okay. So <laughs> and, and, and we, we went back and forth on it. And you'll, you'll, you'll see why. Okay. So HBO just announced that they're canceling the TV series that's Time Traveler's Wife. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. Uh, because a lot of critics were roasting it and everything else. And base, a lot of it was because of the grooming aspect that it kind of portrayed. Or it, it was <laughs> the, way, the way it came across. And, and this is something I know we mean you went back and forth on. 
Of course. And 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 the funny thing is we haven't I was planning on watching it just to see what there was about. And I'm like, at least let me get two seasons because they didn't get to the they didn't give enough time to get to the second season to maybe clarify some things because they just penned the first six episodes and put it out without like I guess I guess tester group to see how they felt about it, I'm assuming. Or some type of group, but yeah. So a lot of it came into the conversation that uh, it came off a, a grooming because there were times in episodes, or I guess some moments in the series, where the the guy goes back in time and meets what was his wife, but as a child. Even though uh, the way they explained it was that he didn't come across as as grooming. Or like not as grooming, but like not to push that that envelope like that. Like you're you're sexualizing a child or trying to like pursue a child. And he that's just a, met her as a person, but the thing is, because of who he is and the relationship in the future, yeah, they're making it seem like, like he was setting it up. Yeah, but the thing is, is that one. First off, like I told them, arguing with you was my just my, my point of perspective was. If I if I know the story correctly, he doesn't have control of where he jumps, and it always jumps to his wife. His wife is always a main story arc. It was either his wife or his his dad at times. Yeah, so he doesn't have control where he goes, and he didn't try to make her into anything specific. He just met her. Yeah. So, but I think what you were telling me was the argument of the people online was, oh, just because he's an attractive man. And he's meeting her as a girl. That's automatically uh, setting her expectation to want to be with somebody like him. And I'm like, that's some crazy psychological, like, like weird. Because it's almost like, I mean, that. So basically, it's almost like, okay, so no kid could ever meet anybody attractive because all of a sudden that's grooming to, you know, like, it's a weird kind of reach for story, especially because we're talking about something that is. Improbable, improbable. Like it's not gonna ever happen. It's time travel in this case. Like you know, it's a sci-fi. Yeah. Um, Don't say time travel is improbable. Sorry, it's impossible. It's not impossible. It's improbable. It hasn't yet happened. Oh God. Anyways, um, (laughs) but what I'm saying is, it's (laughs) it's a weird argument to because it's like I feel like so. All right. Like it's just weird. It's just weird just because I don't like Uh, there's nothing that the person is doing to. To set up the little girl to become his wife. He's not training her. He's not telling her what to get into. I mean, that I know of. Yes, I understand. So, mm. and a lot of it, I think uh, people, some people were saying is that the, several suggested that the premise of an older man interacting with, those, with his wife as a child should have not made it for the television in 2022. Meaning, do you think that they would get this much backlash if they never showed that. Like, if, 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 if in the book or in the t- movie, they never touched the topic or, 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 or implied, let's say, that he never went back in time when she was a child. Everything was, let's say if he met her when she was 20, and so every time he would go back or travel through time, it would be at from the moment that he first met her and moving forward. Then that would have been an issue, would it? I don't know if it would be. Then I think they'll go into the to the thing of manipulation because maybe you were attracted to her when she was twenty, and then you, this whole time you've been manipulating her at different. See, but that's moments. what I'm saying. You're, you're, I, you're, you're. No, no, no. I'm saying, but I'm not mine. No, no. The, just, argument, I'm, I'm, the arguments are adding. It's okay. It's like yeah, 
people can do stuff like that, but that's not what's going on here. That's what the, that's what I hate about the argument is based on what I'm listening is it's like, is he doing that? Probably not. But you're saying that he could have done that. So this the could have part was enough to make it offensive. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it feels like, because maybe it would like maybe they wouldn't care if, let's say, he met her, he spoke to her, but then realized after he finished speaking to her that that was his wife. Uh-huh. Would that I mean maybe Like if he didn't know Like if he didn't know To the end that, that Like if he was like A child Is he just talking To a child Yeah he's just having A conversation with a child Like Leonardo DiCaprio In, in, in uh, The Hollywood movie oh. It was a There was a There was a good moment In the movie where He's an actor And she's also an actress And they're discussing Their roles Or acting in general and I think it was like, I forgot how old the little girl was, but it was a really good part of the movie. And it was an interesting part for him because it, it, his conversation with her helped him kind of discover what he needed to do for that specific role. Yes. Okay. But, so, yeah. So if he, I guess if he unknowingly talked to this child or this, this uh, adolescent. Trying to figure out where he's at. Hey, listen, do you know? Yes. Where and, and then he finds out then that's, I think that's a pass because he didn't know. But if he knew that that's where his intentions are questioned. I guess my question ultimately is in this case, just even this based on what this show already has, what did he groom? Like people keep on saying groom, he groomed her. Okay, but to do what? To become who? Like did he push her like, oh, you should get into this type of field or you should go left instead of right? Did he, did he actually do anything to dictate where her life I've never went seen through. No, I know. I'm just saying is that it's just based everything on base uh, the way that are, the way that you presented or the way that it was explained to me. Yeah. I, I didn't hear the the it was almost just just because he met her and he knew that was his wife, that was enough to say that he's grooming her. You know what? I'm gonna watch the show and tell you. <laughs> I'm gonna no, no, it. but even in the articles, I'm saying, but even the things that you Yeah, it was read, written in an article, it's just like it's it's just, very suggestive or as like it shouldn't have People like I was I was reading like people say it shouldn't have been televised, but and I think if it if it wasn't would it still be an issue? I I don't think so because then that would well they when the book came out and it became the movie, people I think I think in the book they might have mentioned it that he might have met her at different times of her life. Yeah, I, that's the whole point. There wasn't a book; it was a movie too. Yeah, yeah, but the book the movie never went to when she was a, a child. Oh, I don't know. I remember the movie. From from my recollection, I don't think he ever met her when he was a child. You know, it's another situation where they wouldn't care, where people in general, I guarantee you, wouldn't complain. What? So, you remember Butterfly Effect? Yes. Butterfly Effect was obviously time travel. It was similar, but what he would do is he would read, you know, something and go back to that time. He wouldn't just go back to that time as himself. He would go back to that, that time as himself in that time. Yeah. So, basically, what I'm saying is, I guarantee you, nobody would bat an eye if, with full knowledge of who he becomes or everything that he is, he goes back in time and he is her age. Yes. Mind you, still the same person, still has full knowledge of of everything, has the same you know memories and everything of who he becomes, but he goes back and he is about her age, and they have a discussion. I think some people still have an issue with it. I don't think so. Because it's think, it's yeah. it's all like for the most part, I'm not saying that there's not reasons for be upset by certain things in, in uh, TVs and movies. 
I mean, they're always, they're always something. Maybe somebody crosses the line. But yeah. I feel like a lot of it, the ones you hear about that you just try to understand too much, is all um, perspective. Not perspective. It's uh, it's like what it looks like. Theoretical? No, it's what it looks like. It's, um, I forgot the term. Hmm? What? No, it's like uh, what it like. What it looks like. What it looked like. What it looked like. Yeah. What it what, what it looks like. like <laughs> because ultimately, no matter how you frame it, it they're just gonna see an adult man having a conversation with a little girl. Yeah. And and perspective, you know, that just based on that little perspective, that just sounds bad, and that's ultimately they, you know, like they're finding a way to, to kind of and they push it further. Not get what you're saying. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. If there's more to it. That I'm unaware of, then I do apologize. It's just based on what I've heard. It doesn't seem like they've actually pinpointed to something that they were groomed to do to be. Yeah, no, I get it. But anyways, continue. I'm sorry. So last topic. Yeah. And this is gonna be a fun one, and and I think I'm gonna just by the cast and the idea of the story, and this is coming from Paramount as well. Mm-hmm. It's called Eighty for Brady. A D for 80, Brady. 80. 80. 80. 80. For Brady. 80 for okay, 80 for Brady. 80 for Brady. It's okay. an upcoming sports comedy uh that is gonna follow a group of friends. Okay. Um trying to meet their super fan Tom Brady during the Super Bowl. It sounds like fanboy, but for football. Yes. But the cast that they have as a group, yeah. Fucking phenomenal. <laughs> okay. Fucking yo! I saw the cast. I was like, "Fuck yes!" I read the the, the, the idea, and this is coming from Tom Brady's uh, production company, his own production company, and is going to be produced when he's he's one of his uh, they'll be producing. Wait, 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 wait! So this man is producing and um, acting and acting. Wasn't well, that funny? He's in it, but like he's producing a movie or whatever based on a group of guys that are so obsessed with him they want to meet him. Yes, a group of friends. So he's creating a, his own fanboy movie. Yes. That sounds so weird. Yes. So, <laughs> and the thing to fuck you up with that uh-huh. is that you said guys. They're not guys. Okay. So the cast, the four friends, is Sally Field. Okay. Jane Fonda, Rita Monroe, and Lily Tomlin as the four friends. Yes. I- <laughs> I be honest, with you, I'm not flabbergasted that they're women. I'm flabbergasted of who they are. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, oh, this is a fucking amazing cast. Like what? Yes. Like what the hell? Yeah, like, I'm just like, this is such a weird premise movie that I'm like, why would you like? That's such a like. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I'm fucked, just, you up. So, I just fucked you up. It's just weird. It's like these people have like have like acting chops for decades like they've done crazy dramatic you know movies yes and like so they also so just to add on to it they have jimmy yang from um uh he was in um the startup show okay um uh what was a silicon okay silicon valley you mean silicon valley he was in it and they just added uh, Billy Porter and Guy Fieri into the movie. They might be playing themselves as just as as cameos. Guy Fieri and but they haven't they haven't said who Billy Porter is going to play. But yeah, so when I saw that cast, I was like, Sally Field and Lily Tomlin. I'm like, I have, 
and like not Jane Fonda and Rita Monroe, but yes, I'm fucking all for it. You know what it is though? Like I feel like didn't they start making? I I, I didn't follow their career after like a lot of the movies I grew up with, but yeah, they still didn't they like make like comedy TV shows and stuff like that or comedies in general. Like I think Lily Tomlin came out with the TV show. Okay, if I'm not mistaken, I think she came out with the TV show a little bit later. Uh, let me, I'm trying to find out for you. I oh, feel- see, Grace and Frankie. Okay. And she was with Jane Fonda, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that kind of fits. It's just so weird to me because it's like you have these actors, and let's say like Denzel Washington right now, right? So, this guy is like a phenomenal actor, all these different things. And what are the movies that he comes out with now? They're not necessarily dramas. They're not necessarily like, I mean, I think he did come out with one or two, but now they're all action. Like, you know, it's almost like when you get to a certain point in your career, you're like, I already did all that stuff. Let me have fun now with it. Now I, I want to be look like this person. Oh, like I want to have fun with it. Exactly. So it's just, so I guess they all just want to just do something silly. Fun. And and, and what better so way crazy. to do the Super Bowl and try to find, try to meet your super fan, Tom Brady. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and that's 80 for Brady, guys. 80 it, for Brady. Yes. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning into the latest episodes from my mom's garage. As always, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at from my mom's garage, or email us at fmmgpodcast at gmail.com. As always, tell a friend, send a friend, bring a friend. See you next week. Later. <laughs>